and gentlemen, welcome to episode 13 of Highly Heard, the podcast for two best friends hip each other to new music, break it down from a slightly skewed musician's perspective, and record it just for you. My name is Rowan Smith. With me, as always, the ever-talented singer-songwriter, Miss Sybil Chanel. Sybil, what's happening with you? What it do? How goes it, Row? It's going all right, man. How have you been over the last fucking month? I've been fucking great. <laughs> fucking great? Freaking great. Is that right? Yeah. Doing fucking good. great, you know. yeah man what have you been doing Ooh, um i have been putting together dancing room only which is going to be at the end of this month at the dragon's den upstairs if you're in new orleans 331 what date Uh, is that 331 ha oh i thought you were giving an address no man uh march 31st march 31st at the dragon's den upstairs yeah if you're in new orleans and you're checking this shit out if you're not in new orleans and you happen to be coming March 31st, Dragons in Upstairs, uh, Dancing Room Only. It's my my party that I throw. House party, uh, house music, dope vibes, fun fucking times. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so I've been working on that, getting that shit organized. Um, I've also been working with my funk band, The 1%. We've been booking more shows, solidifying our sound, getting that down. Um, and what else? I've been working on... Um, on some things with my own shit, uh, organizing some music that I've done in the past. Like a that shit solo Sybil Chanel project? Kind of like a solo compilation. What? Like a, a just a, a, like I've, I've done, over the years, man, I've done joints with quite a few cats. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the process of collecting that, mm. you know, those random songs and like checking them out, seeing which ones I really dig, you know, like and like fine tuning them and shit to put together a solid like, yo, this is me. Right. This is what I do. I've also been like going to see my friends on Frenchman and shit like that and like working on booking gigs for myself. Hey. Shh. <laughs> That's, That's great, a man. Secret, though. Why? Just because Why is that a secret? Cuz I'm low key, cuz I'm low key with my shit, but I'm I'm working on on some shit. Sure. Working on some things, looking forward to the summer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Jazz Fest is coming up. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Ha. But yeah, I've been good the past couple weeks. Right on, man. The past month, as you said, fucking month. Fucking as month, you've said. Dude. I've been good, been working, been been putting some shit together. Good. Fuck you been doing. Me uh working. Working and working. As always. Uh I picked up a a gig with Dirty Coast t-shirts, their their tricentennial t-shirt. I've been designing that. It's coming along. Uh I've been doing music and stuff, writing songs for my project with my brother my project with myself and our project with the asylum course trying to get some songs written for all of those things i've been writing a lot bro i feel you on that good man so yeah i went back and checked out our stats from the last month since we've been mia for a minute and uh people are still listening all over the place that's totally what is up it's great so we wanted to give a quick shout out to the people that are listening uh we really appreciate you i hope you keep listening uh of course united states is our number one listener uh, because that's where we're at right Uh, we got the united kingdom what else we got here we got germany shout out to germany we've got the czech republic canada yeah and portugal france uh, Ireland. Ha-ha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Costa Rica, um, Jamaica. Yo, we got Bolivia and Poland. Bolivia, Pol- where are we here? Where are we on the list? You're on it. You're at Austria. Austria, Bulgaria. South, South- Africa. Dude. Brazil. Oi. Romania Oy, Brazil. and Sweden. Yeah. 
All these yeah. places are checking us out over the last month. Thank you for coming through, guys. We really Yo, appreciate, we really appreciate it. Um, thank y'all, man. We love you for that. Yeah. We really do. We appreciate the support. We need it. Please continue. Yeah, Tell can, your friends. We could use, uh, like, like, hop in on social media. Check yeah. us out online and let us know you're listening. Talk to us. We are uh, very approachable people. Yeah, we totally are. And uh, again, we're on all forms of social media. Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Mm, all the things. All the things. You know, if you tell us to, we can create a Tumblr. You name it. Yeah. But just get at us. We'd like like suggestions from you guys. Like, yeah. Give us suggestions. We don't want to just hip you to new music. We want you to hip us to new music. And uh, if we like it enough, we'd love to pick it apart on the air. So Yeah, man. To be honest, we are we are looking forward to listener's choice uh episode yeah. i would love to do that we would love to hear from you guys that'd be great it'd be dope to do a listener's choice episode that'd be amazing you guys pick the albums uh and like I, when i say you guys pick the albums i mean you guys be specific about it say yo this album is for rowan this album is for sybil or you can pick an album and we can listen to it collectively mm -hmm. and go through it however you guys choose but we totally would love to do a listener's choice episode absolutely that'd be fresh as fuck that would be dope Super dope. And another thing we want to start doing is bringing in, uh, bringing in guests. Yeah. How would you guys feel about that? We'd like to start bringing in some friends, bringing in some friends, getting some fresh ideas and some fresh perspectives on music. Cause we're both, we're both musicians here in new Orleans and in new Orleans, there's a huge wealth of talent and people that know music and love music the same way that we do. So we want to bring in some people that can talk about it with us. Um, and keep up with our silliness. And also, to be perfectly honest, we've had quite a few friends mm -hmm. who've been like, hey, so if you guys uh, ever decide exactly. to start doing guests yeah. or start having guests, like we've had quite a few people it's drop to a hints. point where like if we don't do it, we're kind of ass like shitty friends. Our pe people are going to make us out to be assholes. Yeah. So we're just like, all right, well, we'll start considering that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I mean, I, it's not a bad idea. It's really not. I'd love to get some new perspectives on the show. Um, with that in mind, we decided to challenge each other this episode. We gave each other some some records that we probably... Well, we decided to go with a guilty pleasures theme. Yeah. Right? That's another thing. Um, we're going to start... Every now and again, we're going to pick a theme. Every now and again. And, uh, and, and go with that. And this time, yeah, as Ro mentioned, we went with the guilty pleasures theme. And for us, guilty pleasures are uh, albums that are artists that are outside of our norm. Uh-huh. And that we would typically be assholes and maybe even judge, and I put yes. that in quotation marks, yes. other people for listening to, uh -huh. but we secretly are like, hey, I kind of like that I shit. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> so this, this, this episode, we went with what? Guilty, Guilty fucking pleasures. pleasures. Ooh, yeah. You threw the fucking in. I they, threw the they fucking are, in. They are, man, these fucking uh, records. Yeah. They are. All right. So uh, what record did I give you? You gave me uh, Robin Thicke's first album, A Beautiful World. Uh-huh. But at this time, he wasn't Robin Thicke. No. He was simply Thicke. Thick. <laughs> 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 he was simply Thicke. Thick. Okay? <laughs> and I think that every time we say this, we need to say that together. He was simply Thick. thick. And uh, yeah, this album was called A Beautiful World. And we'll, I'll tell you more about it, but we'll just okay. say his first album, A Beautiful World. Okay. And what did I give you, bro? You gave me, uh, for, when I first looked at his name, I thought it was uh, Slack 
or six lakh. Me too. Just for a split second. It didn't take me long. And then I was like, oh, it's black, obviously. Like the six is kind of the B or whatever. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was trying to be cute. But uh, he, <laughs> he, uh, yeah. So and man was trying uh, the, to be the album is called Free. I think it's 2016. Yeah. 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 Uh, fuck. Yeah, I got, I got some things to say about the record. Yo, I forgot to mention uh, uh, the year yeah. of my recording because you mentioned yours and I just realized I didn't. So my album was dropped in 2003. Okay. So yeah, it was so, an old, it's it's his very first. He's been around for a minute. Yeah, he has. So been around for a while. Robin Thicke's first album, A Beautiful World, 2003. Word. Boom. I just wanted to say that because that's important. <laughs> yes, it is. It is important, actually. It is. So I wanted Speaking to mention that. Time, I realized that I didn't. sound of the record. All right, you ready? <sighs> All right, we're going to Rochambeau for it. Let's do this. All right. On shoot. On shoot. Okay. One, two, three, shoot. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh, shit. My paper, two in a row. My paper covered his rock. I am back on you're my back, streak, You're folks. back on your game, sister. You're oh, back on your game. Back, right, so you, that means you get to decide which record are we going to talk about first. Um, You know what? Let's talk about your record first. Let's talk about the the album I gave you. Okay. Black. Six free. Black. Yeah. Yeah. Free. <laughs> All right. Because I like this joint. I do. So, yeah. I mean, it's not. All right. I begrudging, I begrudgingly like this record. This has happened. This is the second time this has happened with me and you. <laughs> the first time was uh, Superfruit. Yeah, yeah. Superfruit's record that, like, I I didn't want to like it. The first time I listened to it, I was like, "Fuck, I don't like this." Mm-hmm. And then the second time I listened to it, I was like, mm-hmm. "I don't want to mm-hmm. like this." <laughs> and then the third time, I was like, "Fuck, I like this." <laughs> it grew on you. Yeah, uh, that's what happened with this record. So, but only with a few songs. So I'm going to talk about those songs okay. primarily. The first songs that got, got me, I was like, okay, you know what? I like this a little bit more than some of the other things I've been, I've been listening to. And like I said, I, I'll say this before I play any of this. This is cons- what I consider like mumble core music. It's mumbly. It's mumble rap. It's whatever you want to call it, but it's of that ilk. And, but like if I, you're going to do it, this guy does it right. Like I mentioned earlier, I would consider this to be like a trap. Trap. Trap R&B. So trap and B type. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you want to go by genres, like yeah. if, if we need to put it in a box. Sure. Yeah. Then I would give it, it, it's in the trap vein. Yes, it is. But he, he, he sings with it and he's a little more, um, I've, in my experience with trap music, it's it's you know predominantly about like money, cars, dope, dope mm-hmm. game type shit. Yep. And this guy is not necessarily he's not he's not really speaking about that. He speaks about his relationship with girls, but I mean that every dude does in sure. any genre. Yeah. Um, but some of his stuff is actually like real life mm-hmm. logical ass shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and and even which, though which he's surprised the, me, which yeah. I didn't even notice until the third listen. Like I said, the third time was the charm. It sunk in. And it got me on the third one. And even though he is of that ilk, there are times when you can completely understand like uh-huh. what he's saying and what he's talking about. Yeah. You know, versus some of that shit in the in the ilk that you're talking about in the straight up mumble trap, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That shit is a and I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not yep. talking shit. I'm not because I, I realize that there's a place for it, oh, and I, I know that there's people that that dig it, and I get it, and I get it, I get that it's the sound of a generation and all that type of shit. So I'm not <sighs> talking shit, 
but I get what you're saying about, you know, like yeah. this being a little different. Like I'm going to try really hard during this episode not to let my snob come out. Yo, man, like, you know cause what? Because honestly, being a man that, and I don't want to be this guy because I know it's probably just because I'm old. I'm an old man now. <laughs> and 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 there's a there's a certain there's a certain kind of hip hop that I'm willing to accept even moving f- like there are new dudes that I love but like this trap thing while some of the beats get me while some of the delivery get me the deliveries gets me god damn it while some of the deliveries get, get me, me right thank you <laughs> it's uh it's I I look I I really have a hard time getting into it and that's the snob in me and it's an old man in me. So I'm no, going to do bro, my I best during it. this. I'm going to do my best during this episode not to do that. And this is one of the first songs on the record that like made me step out of my preconceived notions about this music. I just want to say and this. give it a chance. I understand what you're saying. Yes. We just have to, with this, with this type of music, I just do my best to keep in mind that like, first of all, it wasn't made for me. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. And it resonates with its intended audience. You yes. dig? And like I said, if if we're going to listen to this kind of music, if this is the stuff you're going to give me, mm-hmm. I'm glad you gave me him. He does it right. He does it in a way that was... He does it in a way that's palatable that for me, you. It made me kind of start to like it after the third listen. Like I said, yeah. begrudging. So the first track I want to talk about is Problems. She said, you goddamn lie. I ain't mean to say that shit, girl, I was goddamn hot So we left the crib, now we in a goddamn ride She looking goddamn fine I wanted a bitch who was down to earth But she want the goddamn sky uh, list of my problems Got that one on my line that won't stop fucking calling It's crazy how I made her that way Every time I see her out I see the hate in her face like, Why you do that? Tell her you love her And next week you just want your space Why you do, why you do that? Tell her you wanna But next week you do your own thing Why you do, why you do that? I can't explain it But you know it working for me She text me I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you But how the fuck can you hate me? When I ain't this shit Would be the real thing she know I'm the real, that'll never change I never been the one to try to explain Why you catch them feels, I'ma sip on this drink It's easing my brain I got real shit to stress about, girl, I ain't worried about shit Remember that I tried to build you, now I ain't worried about shit I got real shit to stress about, girl, I ain't worried about shit Remember that I tried to build you, now I ain't worried about shit so I found me a new thing, I'm not as lost as you think Got plenty queens in my yeah, problems from Six Lack Black <laughs> From Black uh, From his album Free 2016 Yeah, I mean Obviously about Girl problems. One thing, the, the the thing that got me about this is he's more singy on this one than he was on the first couple of tracks on the album, so it pulled me in a little bit more. I mean, this still isn't my favorite song on the record by by a stretch, by a long stretch. But uh, it was the first song, the third time through, where I was like, you know what? I got my head moving a little bit. Right, and I started, this might be okay. This might be all right. Yeah, this yeah. might be okay. So, um, you know, this is my guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you find this record? What made you? What made you check out this guy? Check out the, how did you fall into this? Okay, so 
complete transparency. Yes. As they say, there's some TV show that I watch and they have like this thing where the couple says, moment of complete transparency. Uh, I forgot what fucking show it is. Anyway, moment of complete transparency. Um, I forgot what I was listening to, to be honest, but I came across a song called First Fuck. Uh-huh. And the title made me, it intrigued me. I was like, what the fuck could you possibly, how could you make First Fuck an appealing song? Right. I was like, this is going to be some asshole shit. (laughs) Anyway, so the song comes on and I found myself kind of into the the beat and the ambience of it, the spaciness of it. Mm -hmm. And the guy's voice was melodic and monotone, but it worked for me. I I don't know. So I kind of got into it. I kind of got into it. And then I'm like, well, who the fuck is this? That's got me kind of liking this shit that I normally wouldn't like. And I came, I looked it up. It was this guy, black. And I was like, okay, well, what else has he done? So I happened to go to Spotify, look him up. And then I came across this album. And I was like, all right, well, let me check out this album. I listened to a few songs. And there was a couple times where I found my head bobbing or like he said some shit. And I was like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, oh God, oh no. Oh no. Do you like this? Are you. Oh shit, are you. Uh Is this shit loud in your car? Uh oh. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. I'm recommending this album now as a guilty pleasure. (laughs) Shout out to to Black, bro. You made a believer to some degree. Yeah. Out of me. I'm not mad at this song. I'm not mad at this song at all. Um, I actually think this album's kind of fun. It. My, okay, so my problems with my problems with this record are the problems that I have with every record that are in this that that's in this vein. Like okay. it's 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 super. It's too simple. It's, it's super too simple. simple. It doesn't move anywhere. It's one note, not literally, but like figuratively. It's, yeah. It, it, it doesn't go. In, it doesn't. It doesn't go anywhere. It rise. It doesn't fall. It's just this like this laid back, lazy. It's like he's it's like he's talking. Yeah. It's it's almost like he's sitting down somewhere like on a sofa with us, smoking yeah, a blunt, passing it, and like he's like in between hits like Yeah. So I mean new thing. This dude is on codeine and... He might be leaned out. Yeah. So, but in either case, it's like either a conversation. Way. Either way, even if even if he's not, it's it's a kind of music that I don't really give a chance because like you said, it's not made for me. It's not Fair my enough. generation's music. Uh, I've outgrown the silliness of a lot of music, and this is silly to me sometimes. It um, is. It can be. But, fuck, man. Like I said, this morning I was listening to it before you came over, and I was working on I was working on some, some drawings, and it just started, my head started bobbing. I started leaning with it, you know? And it was yeah. like, uh, fuck, man, I kind of like this shit. So it was this song was the first time that happened. And then uh, the second one, what was the second one I wanted to do? Do you remember? I don't. Find it. Uh, the second one is called Learn Ya. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Learn Ya. That's... I'm just trying to learn ya. <laughs> this one, when I actually started listening to what dude was saying. Because, like, again, that's another one of my big problems. Like, with with mumble rap or trap or mumble R&B whatever you want to call it uh my my one of my biggest problems is they're not saying shit they're not saying anything I and, agree 
and, and this, this one kind of got a little sexy. Like, yo, this dude. Sometimes like, this dude says some shit. This dude has moments of yeah. like, oh, all right. Yeah, this one had like a little sexy vibe to it, and not like a, not in a, overly misogynistic way or an overly like abusive way just kind of snarky mm-hmm. you know what i mean this song he's kind of like snarky sexy yeah he's kind of like i'm, I'm a good lover yeah, i want you to yeah. know that it's i'm gonna snark- make sure you it's know that like a nose up in the air but not like a you know not like a gross it wasn't gross it just wasn't fucking gross that's all I, you know what yeah. else can you say it's not a gross one but you know what i'm talking about this song is called uh learn learn ya you still got a lot to learn I ain't saying I'm the best I'm saying that I got a lot to work with yeah. Fuck talking with Captain Enough I ain't trying to make it look like I do wanna fall I'm just trying to show this ain't no temporary love I think you need to let me learn you something Gonna get better with a nigga who don't even measure up. Shame, 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 you've been fucking right. You need to let me learn you something. Yeah. No need to tell you not to sleep. I let my hands speak. Now learn a couple things about me. Girl, when you go, don't try to act like your last one hit it the same way. Girl, when. This one got me because when he started singing, he was literally singing. He wasn't necessary. It was it was a little bit lazy sounding, but it wasn't mumbly. It was just kind of lazy. Who does that that I love? Come out. He does. Now every once in a while we'll have like this lazy delivery, but it's not mumble. But it's you know, and but that's what this song gave me, and I really like the movement of the music. It's not, there are little builds and they're small, but there are little dynamic shifts in this song. There are. It's not straight through the exact same thing all the time. And I understand what you mean by lazy. It could also, it's, it, I wouldn't, I don't necessarily want to call it lazy. I get what you mean. For me, I'm gonna, I'm going to phrase it as monotone. Cause it's a, it's a really mild, it's a really monotone delivery. Like it's just a solid. Like it's it's monotone as fuck. But, but then when he gets into the line, but I, I won't call it lazy because it's intentional. But there, it, the whole song is a monotone. It moves. It, it, it is. He moves. But I'm he's just got, saying, like you melodies. called it lazy, I'm gonna call it monotone because oh, it's it's, it's a lazy. monotone. It's inten- but it's intentional though. Oh, absolutely, it is. Um, it's a style. I like this song too though I'm glad that you mentioned this song I like this song too I like the lyrics of it which is also surprising yeah it's It's another thing that surprised me because I got like I had to break through a wall with this one Mm -hmm. I really did because it starts out like a typical trappy sounding record to me and like I said my 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 ears are not attuned to this stuff so I had to give it a second I had to give it a chance second listen it started sinking in more third listen I feel like I broke through a wall with it and I was able to appreciate it for what it was and the lyrics on this song are the first time I was like ooh lyrically this guy's every once in a while he's got, he's something, got something to say every once in a this while is a good, this is a good tune for that I agree with you wholeheartedly this yeah. was also a song that for me 
made me investigate this album mm-hmm. more. This was def- this is definitely a song on my reasons why I like this oh, album yeah. list. This song is the sexy times. This song is sexy times. It is. I put sexy this times. on for some sexy times. This is a writer for me. I've mentioned to you guys and to you in previous episodes that like a key element to an album or to a tune is for me to be able to ride in my car with it and like vibe out. Right. Vibe. Vibe. Mood, mood, vibe, vibe. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, this song is a definite driver for me. Sure. It's uh, it's sexy times for me. Uh, sexy times. Yeah, man. I, I like it. Like I said, it's... Lyrically, it's got something. It's got a little bit more meat to the I agree bone. Wholeheartedly. Musically, it's got more meat to the bone. It's not. It's not just fucking bone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. It's not know. just. I'm trying to fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Some other shit about my penis. Fuck you. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but it is like I said. It's a little snarky too. It's a little bit like I don't want to. It's a little. I'm not gonna say egotistical, but it's like, look, if you want the real deal, like. This is where you want to be at, and yeah, he's not man. just talking about sex in the song either. Like he's in general, about, like, like in I'm general. a cool, I'm a good dude. Yeah. Like I'm I'm a, I'm a cool dude. If you want like yeah. a real dude, uh. I like it. I like what he's saying. Now I let you pick the third one. I was gonna say, what's your third song? Because well, I'm happy on, about we, that. One. We were just talking about some lyrics on this one, though. What was what was one of the what was the what, what was the line that we liked from this song that we were just talking about while it was playing? I was like, oh shit. Something about regulars or something. Oh yeah. So he's got this line in the song. He said, um, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna paraphrase." What is it? But there's a line that I really enjoy in this song where he says, "You're fucking with the dude that doesn't even measure up." Uh huh. And I'm like, "Okay, where are you going with that?" And then he comes behind it with, um, "It's a shame that you've been fucking regular." <laughs> <laughs> Shame you've been fucking regular. It's a shame you've been fucking regular. I don't know if that makes anybody else giggle, but that shit tickles me. When you sang it, I giggled my ass off. Yeah, while man, we were it tickles to it. me. And, it tickles uh, me deep. And audience, we I don't know how to, to explain it. it. I think you guys should to, should make it a point to listen to this song and check it out because it's the way in which he says it, mm-hmm. where he's like, "It's a shame you've been fucking regular," and it's like. <laughs> I don't know what kind of sex lives you guys are having, yeah. but I understand but that. it's a fucking shame when it's people fuck It's a shame when people fuck regular. It's yeah. a shame when you have like boring ass sex. And I know there's a lot of people out there doing it. So many. And I'm just it's like, sad. yo, yeah, I appreciate that he like called that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> fucking with a dude that doesn't measure up. It's a shame you've been fucking regular. Oh, yeah. boy. That tickles my fancy, folks. Yeah. All right. Well, what's the... You picked... I let you pick the last one because uh, it was a toss-up for me. So I let you pick the last one. What was the last one from this guy you wanted to hear? Um, the last joint on this song that... On this song. On this album. Ha! Is, on this album that I dig... Uh, where we at? It's called Getting Old. Um, I wanted you to... I, I dug this song... I like the beat on it. And this is another song that for me, lyrically, is mm-hmm. about something. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about how in this particular genre of music, most of what they talk about is bullshit. Right. You know, and when I when we say bullshit, it's like not real life to us. Like our lives don't involve cooking up dope 
or mm-hmm. you know like driving fancy cars and pills, s- pills and spending mad money at the no. mall like that's not our lives no. so that shit doesn't resonate for us no. but this nor do we think it's cool, nor is it like cool sounding yeah yeah, yeah. You nor is it saying? some shit that we want Just to like have dummy. in our lives like at least not in that regard like <laughs> yeah. if we were gonna like tear them all up yeah we're fucking regular folks we want to tear them all up because a we made great money at our jobs or be this music thing or some other passion of ours has taken off uh, and we're like, or we got a gig and they're like, yo, we got to wear this, go yeah. to the mall and fucking buy some shit. But even then we're not tearing the mall up. <laughs> no. I'm talking about if we were like legit, like on some baller shit, yeah. tearing them all up, dude, it's because some honest shit that we've done sure. has paid off. And we're like, yo, we are tearing up. Yeah. Fucking Ross right now. No, I'm just bullshitting. But anyway, <laughs> Ross. Ross. Ross dressed for less. Here we come. Uh, no, I'm just talking <laughs> shit though, y'all. I'm just talking shit. But anyway, that shit doesn't resonate. But this song for me has uh, a great beat. Yeah. And it resonates. Yeah. And when you listen to it, you kind of felt the same I way. I felt like, the same Yo. way. But my quandary, the reason I let you pick was because I was wondering if we should pick songs since it's a guilty pleasure. Like we've talked about the pleasure like, should talk we talk about the, about the guilt? Like, the reason that we feel guilty for these albums. Yo, let's, we can do that. Let's do an honorable mention to the guilt. Or because it's a guilty pleasure, let's go one more song uh, and say, okay, well, this is I don't know why. if I want to spend that much time on these records. But, I mean, you don't have to. You can just be like, yo, well, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about this one first, though, because you chose it to play. And I agreed. It's a really great tune. Well, I don't want to say really great. Great, but it, it's one that I that I liked on the record. The yeah. one that wasn't like so terrible. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. it was good. Like I, it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those. Oh, I could get this. It took man again. It took me three fucking listens to this record before I was like, I see. Because I knew. Here's another thing. I know you. I respect you, and I love you. I know that you don't like things for no reason. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just gotta dig through it. There's not like um, there's there, there's never a time that you gave me a record where I was like, for real, like for realsies. Like, why did fuck, you give right? me this fucking record? Like, why are you listening to this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, on like like I said, third time through, I heard songs like this, and I was like, okay, I kind of get it. Uh, Getting old by Black. Black. Showing you I love you, cause going out is getting old I'ma make breakfast, going out is getting old oh, Getting old, getting old, getting old, getting old like, yeah. Showing you I love you, cause going out is getting old oh, yeah, yeah. You can leave your man, cause that nigga is getting old Your child too, cause that teasing shit is getting old Why you waste time for, we are only getting old, getting old I take one hit of your love, now we getting though, getting though, ooh yeah, yeah He only bought a bad word, tell him that he getting old, yeah I fly you overseas to Korea, my money getting old, oh Skate down the central pay when it's getting cold. I say one hit of your love, now we getting though, getting though. Yeah, 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 yeah,
take one hit of your love, now we getting dope, getting dope. Yeah. Let me yeah. bring you out. Getting old by Black off his 2016 release, Free. Uh, this is sex music to me. I was just about to say, dude, like, this is grown folks' sex music. Yeah. Yeah, this is grown folks' sex music. His homie's like, yo, that going out shit, mm-hmm. getting old. Get Tell me you want love because the rest of this bullshit is yeah. getting old. That's some grown folks' shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's odd. I mean, he's a younger cat, too. And it's yeah. odd that, like, people like us are like, yes, say it. Tell it. Tell it. Right. <laughs> Let them know, yeah. yo. I'm trying to make breakfast. You're trying to hit the club. Yo, that shit is garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. I like so, it. Yeah, man. This dude, like this dude has moments. He has little, little, he's like little, little pearls mm-hmm. of wisdom. Mm-hmm. I mean, wisdom. 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 Please get rid of that. Wisdom. No. Wisdom. It's staying in. Fuck is a wisdom. It's staying. When you have a slightly skewed musician's perspective. <laughs> See, that, that's the thing. I put that in the beginning to like, as a caveat for all of our misspeakings and, right. and, and tangents. And I'm this episode, I am reiterating. Reiterating. Remember, folks. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Slightly skewed. Right? So, uh, Highly heard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also... The sparseness of some of this production, while on some songs it becomes droney and monotonous and drives me fucking nuts, on other songs I think it's I think it all depends on how he rides it. To be perfectly honest, it does. what he does with it vocally. But every on the songs that I do like on this record, the production isn't terribly different from the other songs. It's the way that he's riding. Yeah. It's what he makes it out to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I think like this, this is a good song. Yeah, this I is a like good song a where he really rides simple. the beat well. The beat is simple. He rides it well. And like it all mm. plays into a really nice mm-hmm. tune. A really nice it does. groove, you know? And these last two songs, man, these are these are not uh horny songs. These are sexy songs. Yeah, and I appreciate that this guy is young, but he has like this, his his approach to some tunes is far more mature than, you know, yeah, than what you would expect. Absolutely. All right, so Rowan. Yeah. It's that time. Yeah. Okay. The time for us to uh, <clears throat> do what we do, grade the albums. Uh huh. What? <laughs> that was my terrible drum roll. What <laughs> would you give "Free" by Black? Hmm. All right. If I mean, it's not. I don't like it. I don't like the whole record. And if I'm if I'm grading the record against other records that we've done on this podcast or that I that I that I listen to regularly, genre less, so to speak. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I would give it. I'd give it maybe a B minus, C plus. Okay. Okay. I am surprised at that. C C plus. I'm surprised at that. Not, I am. Not, yeah, just just I don't know, man. It's not awful. It's not it's not as awful as a lot of things that I listen to. Um and and honestly, it's not as bad as some things that I enjoy. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. You know what I'm saying? So, it's it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I did come in with serious preconceived notions. Um, my standards aren't really that high for this kind of music. Mm-hmm. So I can say that like, yeah, for what it is, it's a C, C plus. Yeah, I'm still surprised at that. First of all, I agree with that. I also give it a C 
C plus area, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna probably go solid C. Okay. Um, nope. You know what? I take that back. I'm gonna go with a solid C plus. Mm-hmm. F- basically for the same reasons, because this album is not. It's not my shit. Mm-mm. It's not. But there are definite moments in it that I enjoy. This album totally got me. Mm. It 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 pulled me in, and I listened to the entire thing. It didn't totally get me. I could only listen to the whole thing without skimming one time. I've listened to the entire thing. I'm, I'm not, every song isn't a jewel for me. No. But I have listened to the entire thing. And that's thing. why I started skimming. Like the first time I skimmed and I was looking for songs that I could latch onto and I couldn't find any. Second song, I listened to a little bit more. And like I said, the third time I broke through, I listened to the whole thing. Some of the songs got me. Yeah, man. If you yeah. listen to this, so if you listen to this thing in its entirety. Mm-hmm. It will there. It, I will think there got. will be moments that'll that'll grab you. You will get got. Yeah, yes. you know what I mean. And that's what happened. I yeah. listened to it in its entirety, and it grabbed me at a, at a few. There was a few moments when mm-hmm. it grabbed me, and for those reasons, uh, for the fact that it grabbed me a few times, for the fact that there are lyrical jewels on here, moments right. of, of lyrical clarity and and things that I enjoy. There's there's definite points where this this album resonates with me. Um, there's times when I enjoy his monotony. Um, so for that, I do give it, I totally okay. give it. Oh, and because I also enjoy, I like, I like trap beats. Yeah. Not so much. Trap beats you know, can be fun. Yeah. Some of those can be fun. And so. Can be. Yeah. This is also, this album also gave me like driving music, which is important Depends to me. on how it's written. It so. Depends on, on what they do with it. So, I also you know. give it a C plus. All right. C plus. Oh wait! For, did you give it a solid C I or C? I gave it a C plus. Okay, so we both give it a C plus. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's not good. That's mediocre. That's fucking mediocre. But I got there were a couple of songs, like I said, that I was surprised that I liked as much as I did. That's Word. not saying a huge amount. It's just saying that I liked it way more than I thought I would. Um, we both say it's a C plus. C plus. We both say you should at least check it out and see how you feel about it. Yeah. And tell us what you think. Guilty pleasure. For Guilty sure. Pleasures. Uh, moving on to the to the record that I gave you, Sybil. Mm-hmm. When you and I first met, uh, we even said that there was a song on this record that was like, we were like, you know what? This is one of the redeeming qualities about a young Robin Thicke. Yeah. And we both admitted that that song was a guilty pleasure. I did not, however, admit to you that this entire album is kind of a guilty pleasure for me. <laughs> no, you did not, but it's all right. I learned this episode. Uh-huh. I learned. Yeah. Um, the album that we're talking about, folks, is um, Thick, A Beautiful World. Thick is Robin Thick. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to being Robin Thicke, he just he just came out as Thick. Yeah. This album was dropped in 2003. In 2003, um, his label was not sure of what to do with him. No. So <clears throat> they released this album twice. This album initially came out as, uh, I think it was Cherry Blossom Skies, which is a song Cher- on this. Cherry Blue Skies. Cherry Blue Skies. Thank you for the correction. Cherry Blue Skies, which is also a track on the album. But initially it was released as Cherry Blue Skies. And uh, he was yeah. thick, not yeah. Robin thick. He was just straight up thick. The second release is is also when the album gained a little bit of popularity, a little bit more popularity, mm-hmm. and that's when they changed the title to A Beautiful World. I had first heard of this album because of the track When I Get You Alone. Uh-huh. 
How did you hear about this album? I know that this album, that that song was a bonding moment for us. Yes. But how did you get into this album? This album I heard on a college radio station that I respected in a in on a show that I listened to, not regularly, but when I did, they were always playing stuff I liked. It was an R&B and soul hour on a college radio station on a weekend. And uh, it was an afternoon show, and they played Shooter off of this record. Word. Not the one that was later put on his Star Trek release with Pharrell uh, that features Lil Wayne. The Not, original. No, that's that's. No, I'm saying the original is the, the original one. one is is the one I heard. Uh-huh. Yes, not the one with Lil Wayne, and I loved it. I was like, "Yo, what is this? Who is this?" I had never, you know, I never heard it. Didn't know what it was about. I looked it up, and I saw after I had already liked the song, loved the song as a matter of fact. Uh, I went back and found out that it was Alan Thicke's son that he was like a contemporary, he was writing, you know, he had written songs That's for... That's Alan Thicke, boy. Yeah. <laughs> he had written songs for like pop princes and princesses that I was not a fan of. And uh, <laughs> these people were his contemporaries. And I'm like, oh shit. Like this is stuff that I probably shouldn't, this is stuff not that I shouldn't like, but wouldn't gravitate towards normally had I known the circumstances behind the artist. And it's a good... Uh, it's a good lesson in separating art from artist as well. It was a learning moment for me uh, because I I ended up liking the majority of this record. There are some songs that I skip, but it was oddly eclectic and um, and broad in not just music stylings, but also vocal stylings. He would try different sounds with his voice to accompany whatever song he was you know, whatever genre the song was in. You know what I mean? Word. So uh, I, st- I really started to like the record, but I didn't want to like tell anybody. And then, <laughs> and then I met you and you were like, yeah, I really like that, that Get You Alone song. And I was like, oh, me too. And then when we started talking about Guilty Pleasures, I was like, yeah, this is definitely one of maybe two or three albums in my entire collection that I don't necessarily like telling everybody, you know what record I really love <laughs> is Robin Thicke's first record. Yeah. Cause uh, that, that might get you a look like, huh? Well, I mean, he played himself out a little bit, man. He, you know, a lot of bit, a lot of bit, but the dude, he's a talented songwriter. He writes and performs all his own shit. I'm not hating on the man as a performer. I did not like the music that he made. Uh, further down the line as much as I like the music he made on this record. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I agree with you or you're right. This album is pretty fucking eclectic. There's all types of tunes on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of actually appreciated that. Yeah. About the album because Robin Thicke has now established a sound Oh, and a, he's, and a, he's, and a persona. He's a, yeah, he's established an, a, an entire style and persona. And this particular record is before he did that. This right. record, yeah. to me, this record almost, I mean, I don't know the gentleman personally, mm-hmm. but this record feels more like him to me because yeah. he's like, he was trying to figure it out. And like, if you read about the album and if you, if you like read about any of the interviews that he's done, he mentioned several times in several interviews that in this album, 
he tried to do a little bit of anything and everything. Uh. You know, he, he it was intentional. Oh, okay. He wanted to he wanted to just to just get out as much. He felt like this was one of his most expressive albums. Sure. And I can see that. It can also be read as a list of songs that he was just like uh, demoing for, for for potential buyers, you know? Okay. Like here's here's one for the Latin market. Here's one for the rock market. Here's one for the R&B market. Um, but knowing that, it makes it even more interesting for me. I... I was surprised by the amount of styles that he did and how well he did them. Some of them I didn't really like that much. Me either. You know, but I, you know what I really liked that surprised me was like when he goes into like the Beatles and Harry Nielsen kind of vibe every once in a while. That happens a couple times on this I love album it. in my mind. Like I, to me, I, I love that aesthetic. Anyway, um, what's the first song you want to talk about on this record? Uh, the first song we'll talk about uh, is the first song on the record. Mm. Oh, Shooter. Shooter, the one that, the, the original version, the one that I heard uh, that got me into the record. I heard some shouts like down on the floor. Now, even louder, we got Shooter. Shooter. I turned around, I was staring at Chrome. Shotgun watches door got security good. Jump right over counterpoint gun and winky tell her I'm your shooter, shooter, shooter. My hands up, my hands up. They want me with my hands up. No, It's pretty funky. It's funky. Um, so I was into it. <clears throat> I like the, I like his the way he rides it. Uh huh. I do. I like the hook. Um, and then he's got that lazy thing. Yeah, it's got the it, on this it, song, okay. Right? I'm with it. Little, I'm with it. There's a little bit of a lazy delivery. It's a, it's a really mellow delivery of it. Um, I also looked up the lyrics. Uh huh. And uh, I thought the lyrics were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, because lyrics are describing. A bank robbery. Yeah, it's a story. Yeah. In a very abstract manner. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I dug it. I think that's pretty cool. I think yeah. the song's kind of creative. Not kind of. I think it's pretty creative. Very creative. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, a uh, it's an interesting and fun way. And I don't know, I don't know if it's right to say fun. Fun, right. But yeah. it's a, it's a great way to describe being held up at gunpoint in a bank in robbery. In a bank robbery. Yeah. I was... I Way was... to spin a negative into a positive. Yeah, right? <laughs> Good job, Robin. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. But I like the language he uses, you know, describe, like, being upset that there's no donuts in the building because that would bring police rather than what's actually happening. Yeah, uh, I like that he that he used that, donuts. Yeah. That was a clever yeah, little way good. to play and, on cops. Uh, yeah, just the way the way that he describes the scene and the and the and the hook, my hands up, they want me with my hands up. No. Shooter. 
You know what I mean? It's like, uh, what does he say? Do you have the lyrics there? About what? Where does he say when? For the, do you have the lyrics? Did uh, you look them up? I don't have them right here, no. No. Anyway, uh, when the hook comes in, and he's talking about my hands up, they want me with my hands up. He's not talking about being in a party with your hands up. He's talking about being held up at gunpoint. But he presents it in the, like, happy kind of party way. I like it. It's yeah, good. he makes it sound good. He makes it sound like, oh, this isn't so... <laughs> oh, wait a minute. What's happening? Oh, is this a party? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, on some music nerd shit, I mentioned earlier that this album was initially dropped as uh, Cherry Blue Skies. Uh-huh. Um, I need to mention that it was also, when that when it was dropped as Cherry Blue Skies, it was actually dropped a year earlier. Yeah, 2002. In 2002. And the album that we're talking about now was dropped in 2003. And what makes this album that we're talking about uh, different than the first one, this one actually has two additional tracks on it. Which ones are those, do you know? Uh, yeah, hold on. I got that. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's got two additional tracks. Um, it features uh, She's Gangsta, That's which one is of my a song favorites. you like. One of my faves. Yeah. yeah. And A Beautiful World. Okay. So those two tracks were added. Right, which is why O3, this one is called A Beautiful World. A beautiful yeah, because they gave it a new, you know, new spin. New spin. Um, but yeah, O Shooter. So does that mean that O Shooter has been released three separate times on three separate albums? Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow, because later it was also released on the Evolution of Robin Thicke featuring... Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Ridiculous. Ha. And so I, yeah, this song's like been out. It it's, been, it's been dropped three times. That's crazy. That's a, that's a, I didn't even think about that. But yeah. yeah. I didn't like the version with Lil Wayne at all. I mean, I'm not a fan of the man, but uh, I feel like it kind of cheapened the the song that I kind of was the was my gateway into, into Robin Thicke. And I'll be I, honest, you know, I never really... Yeah, it's ungood. I don't ha. like it. I never, I'll be honest, I never really paid attention to it that often. Uh, it's no good. But this version on this album, I did uh, enjoy. Right. And uh, yeah, it it's was definitely, bad. yeah, it was definitely worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. Um, the next song I uh. want to talk about is a song that I feel like later on he recreated. Um, and when I say recreated, I mean he made another, he's made several other songs about him doing stupid shit. Oh yes, um, and this album, album, this, this song, he right? He made a whole album called about shit. him doing dumbass fucking things, which so, isn't awful. It's got a couple moments. No, it's on got it a too. couple moments, but it's just funny to me. Like, it just makes me feel like, yo, Paula Patton must have been putting up with a bunch of shit, a lot of shit from way back in the day, yeah. because he he's this song, which was made in two thousand two, because but written earlier, right? But written earlier, okay is about him doing stupid little things and that's what it's called right the stupid Stupid things things. yeah it's called the stupid things Uh, i want to bring that song up just charge it to my account i hope i haven't gone over my limit with interest rates so swift no need to scream and shout no doubt if women are from Venus now I'll get to them somehow All I wanna do is please you Please myself by living my life too And all the stupid things I do have absolutely no reflection 
reflection on how I feel about you, how I feel about all the stupid things I do have absolutely no reflection on how I feel about you, how I feel about you, yeah. Yes, I recall skipping on breakfast to play basketball. Then feeling too feasible. Sometimes you read like William Shakespeare. So the hook of this is the stupid things I do have absolutely no reflection on the way I feel about you. Homie has been making (laughs) music like this for a minute. I don't know if you guys heard the album that he did uh, not too long ago about his wife. The Paula, we Paula. just mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, that, that whole album dedicated yep. to him doing dumb shit. So, Paula... <laughs> dedicated to him doing dumb shit. Yeah, Paula, I don't know if you hear this, but yo, chick, I salute you because based on this particular song, uh-huh. chick, I feel like you dealt with some dumb shit for a hot minute. And... And you inspired some decent songs. Yeah, you inspired some good music. So <laughs> shout out to you for being a beautiful person, and for both inside muse. and outside, because yeah. you are a beautiful muse to this man in a multitude of ways. Absolutely. So yeah, shout out to you, Paula Pat, and you are good looking. So hey, mm, shout out to Paula Pat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, this is a good song. This is him on piano. Um, he's a he's a he's a skilled piano player. Um, I feel like this song, the heavy piano on this song is good. It adds to the drama and the heft of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I like that it showcases his other skills. I think the lyrics in this song are, are pretty good, at least the hook. Yeah, the, the hook, hook is nice. Yeah. There's a couple of silly moments during the verses, but like, I don't know. That because it's the it's got the guilty pleasure thing for me, I, there's a lot that I'm willing to let slide because there's... There's a lot that I like about this record. Enough to let some of these cheesier lines go. Because some of them are, are artistic. Are cheesy. And, and some oh, of them are yeah. cheesy, but some of them are all... He's got some artistic some shit Some of them are good. There's moments of goodness. Yeah. But this... Overall, this album is, kind of, is pretty fucking cheesy. Cheesy, but good. Guilty pleasure, man. Cheese is good sometimes. What makes it good to me, or like what gives it a, a good thing, or the, the potential of being a good album, is because... He does bounce around in genres, um, mm. but anyway, I, I don't. I'm gonna get into that. But this song right here, the stupid things, yeah. is um, is a song that's worth mentioning to me. Absolutely, I think it's one of the better ones. <clears throat> yeah, um, and and for me, because this is a guilty pleasure, obviously, there are more songs on this record that I like than I don't like. I skip maybe three. Uh, I like the majority of these tunes. Fair enough. I know it's not the same for you. No, but, but I get you. But like I, you know, it's still by and large, I really do like this album a lot. I think he was a really interesting writer at the time. Mm-hmm. He was an interesting uh, thinker and performer at the time. He was kind of he, you know, he was a piano man for the most part. I don't remember him as a performer at this time. Like I just remember him. Every with video the long I've hair seen. and stuff like that. But I don't remember his like performances per se. He was, like, they tried to make him like a dancer and shit. They tried to Michael Jackson him up. They tried to Justin Timberlake him up. But oh, he's I a piano man. Dance once. He's, yeah. a pi- he's a piano man. And uh, he when he's at the piano, I think he writes some really good stuff too. But back then, I feel like he hadn't been pigeonholed. He hadn't had his big hit yet. Something to continue to try to recreate. So he was 
freer to do a lot of different shit. And on this record, there's more stuff that I like from him than on his later records, for sure. Fair enough. I also want to say uh, about this song, another reason that I like this song is because it resonates with mm. me. You know what I mean? Everybody does stupid shit. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this one's cool because I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, well, what's the last one you want to talk the about? The last one that I want to talk about on this album. Oh, wait, before I get to the last one, you know, yeah. every now and again, I have a little honorable mention. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Hit me. So this is a, I don't know how to explain this. This is a honorable, dishonorable mention. Okay. Because I do not like the song. Uh-huh. Um, there's a song on here. He has an attempt at making a, he, he does this Latin-esque oh, yeah. Yeah. tune, we'll say. And it's not a very good tune. It's not great. It's not great at all. And it's serviceable. The hooks, uh, not not the hook. My apology. The uh, the verses essentially make me want to slap him. <laughs> they do. I just want to be like, pop. Who the hell told you to do that? Where were your friends? God damn it. However, the hook on uh, the song makes me feel like he did his darndest uh-huh. to pay homage. Yeah. To, to that style. That, to that style, mm-hmm. to that genre. Um, and the name of that tune is um, Bangas Conmigo. Okay. Um, if you get a chance, if you listen to this album, because we always tell you to check out these albums, let us know what you think, you know, create your own whatnots about it. If you get a chance to check it out, if you can make it through the motherfucking verses, mm. or at least the first verse, just to get to the hook, the hook is fun. The hook makes you want to do a fucking cha-cha. The rest of it, you're like, God damn it, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty derivative. It sounds like, because he, this record was initially released in 2002, if we're going back to when he was writing these songs, mm-hmm. it was at the tail end of the Latin explosion. Was it? The late 90s, early 2000s. That's when it was. Now I'm trying to think, like, what songs like, were popping back then? Ricky fucking what's his name? Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin and J Lo had hits back then. We're talking late nineties, early two thousands. I guess this you're is right. I didn't think was, about that. This is probably when he was writing songs for this record that he would record probably over two thousand and one. And okay. be released in two thousand two. So of course he had to have one of those songs on there, right? I if 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 that's if that's if that's what it was at that time, Gotta then be. I can see that. Gotta be. No other reason for it. Now I'll be honest, I don't recall. He's also a West Coast guy. What was going on right? in that time? He's a West yeah, LA guy. Yeah. yeah, LA guy. So he's got, you know, that's that's part of the scene, essentially, is that. Well, yeah, that if, 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 if those things are, are like a part of the factors, then I get it. Um, I, I could see that. Um, but yeah, real quick, if you get a chance, if you can make it through the first verse and get to the hook, the hook is. Hook is fun. Hook is fun. Yeah. Um, but that's like I said, honorable, dishonorable mention, because it's not a good song. <laughs> um, all right, my last tune that I want to talk about on here is uh, When I Get You Alone. This is the track that even intro- this is the track that introduced oh, me to my oh, <laughs> Baby girl, where you at? Got no strings, got men attacked. Can't stop their feeding for long, no. Dogs wanna beg it, breaking them off your fancy legs, but they make you feel right at home now. See all these illusions just take us too long, and I want it back because you. 
me cause you talk pretty Cause you make me sick and I'm not Robin Thicke and made me even curious about who he was or even remotely interested in who the guy was and this might be well not it's not because there's one other one so this is in my top three Robin Thicke joints that I heard because there's a there's two other songs by him that I'm like okay I won't talk about it there's two other songs by him that I'm like okay <laughs> those are those guilty pleasures yeah there's two other there's two other well, like Robin Thicke songs where I'm like here. I might fuck with you. One of them I'll say because I think everybody's got a little soft spot for it. But that fucking song he did, Lost Without You. Oh yeah. Well, that was the hit, and that Ooh. was the one that that was the one that catapulted him into writing just songs like that. No man, that, that song did it. That song did something. And he knew it, and everybody knew it. And he was like, okay, I'm just writing songs like this from now on, just sexy like. Yo, that was know. that was a damn good that tune. Was the jam. That was a damn good tune. Anyway, um, so this song, so. The reason that, that this song got me initially is because I like, so you hear the fifth of Beethoven in this, but what it really is is a song called A Fifth of Beethoven, which was, which was dropped in You just in said that. You said the fifth of Beethoven, but it's really called the fifth of Beethoven. Well, okay, it's known as Beethoven's Fifth. There it is, yeah. But it's but what we're listening to, what this track is done to, or this song is done to, is a song called A Fifth of Beethoven. Yes. Which was dropped in 1976 by this dude named Walter Murphy. I have been a fan of this song really? for a hot fucking minute. <laughs> I have. That's like, dope. on some super cheese ball shit. I have all, first of all, I went through a phase in my life where I was deep into classical music, really heavy into opera. My aunt introduced me to that shit and sort of kind of, I'm not going to say she made me listen to it, but there was a time when that was all she was listening to. So I've heard these classics. Right. And I've heard other shit, but I've heard these classics. Yeah. So as a child, I was already familiar with Beethoven's Fifth. Yeah. So... Somewhere in middle school, I had a dance teacher who um, who made us do this cheesy ass dance dance routine to a fifth of Beethoven, and I thought that was the dopest shit ever. Uh-huh. To take classical music, which I respected, but it didn't it it was kind of boring to me. It didn't have it didn't it it didn't have a funk or a groove to it. So to hear this fucking song with this dope ass backbeat. And like, you know, like that you can bounce your head to. And like, you know, I was into it. I was like, yo, as a fucking kid, I was like, yo, this shit is dope. Yeah. So fast forward to this song dropping Uh and me hearing this come on the radio and being like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, right. I was instantly hype. And then to hear this dude 
like ride it and sing to it kills it too yeah it, he does kills a great it. job to hear this dude sing to it and like nail it yeah i was like yo i am fucking sold yeah that i mean that's one thing you cannot take away from robin thick however he played himself out whatever his personal or like his personal life comes out whatever his public persona is whatever his persona is in videos whatever and the fact that he is mike Seaver's son yeah right no you can <laughs> this cat sings his ass off you can't take it away from him. The dude can fucking sing. He's got he's got some some sweet moments and he's got some this particular song was such a sweet approach. Yeah, yeah it was. It, it was, was so sweet. This, I was thoroughly impressed with this cat. I'll be I'll say this. This for me was a high point and I don't think for me he hasn't really lived up to what this built up in me. Ah. Uh, he hasn't lived up to that for me. Since since yeah well he doesn't do shit like this anymore he doesn't no, do like man. hype dance tunes anymore and as much as i'm i'm not a fan of this album brother i'm not i'm not a fan of it sure but what i do dig is how he bounced around mm-hmm. from shit to shit from yeah. genre to genre idea to idea i i appreciate that he on this album he literally did what felt good to him mm-hmm. and so, he got most of it most of it was was well done, done. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, it, it may not it be it well. may not be everybody's thing, but like if you if you look at the songs and look at the genres that he's playing with, he does them well. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and like you mentioned, there are some. There's there's a couple tunes a couple on clunkers. here. clunkers. Yeah, but even those clunkers, like there's a beatily sounding clunker. See, I, see, that's not one, that's a, not the clunker for me. There's I love a that Nielsen too. sound. Well, these are songs that I would skip uh, because like not your thing. They're not necessarily yeah. my thing. There's some Harry Nielsen tunes that I dig. I love Harry. There's some Beatle yeah. joints that I dig. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like, overall, nah. You know, I'm not like going to like... Robin Thicke used to do that yeah. style. Right. But I, I appreciate that he bounced around. But if you want to get a quick uh, history lesson about the song that he used, A Fifth of Beethoven. A Fifth of or Beethoven. Or Beethoven's Fifth, uh, head on over to our friend's podcast at uh, The Remainder Bin. They did an entire episode about just that song. Shout out to Lucas. Shout our out homie. to Lucas, Dave, and Tim. Yeah. Over there at uh, the Remainder Bin. They did an entire episode just about that song. Go check it out. But uh, yeah, this was one of the, this was like maybe the second or third song I heard from Robin Thicke. And I was like, man, this guy's great. And like I said, then, you know, I went down the rabbit hole of, of research and was like, oh. I shouldn't I don't know if I should like this that's why that's where that's why it ended up in the guilty pleasures category but if you had to grade this album what do you think you'd give it so I would give this album a B minus uh-huh um that's about I'd say that's about right for you that's where I think I, you'd put it I give it a straight up B minus um it's not my joint or my jam but he I appreciate that he bounces around uh-huh and that he experiments with this album. I appreciate that. I appreciate experimentation. Um, and the, the, the balls to do that. Sure. I appreciate that in, in any artist, in any genre, mm-hmm. it may not be my joint, but I respect you doing your thing and like having the balls to get out there and, and, and just put out what you feel yeah. versus what you think is expected. Um, there's a couple songs on here that I vibe to. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of lyrical moments on here that I enjoy as well. So for that, it gets the B minus. Um, it's not a horrible album no. at all. It's not. It's um, it's it's a it can be fun. Yeah. And I, if you're familiar with Robin Thicke, the current artist, then I think that this is a good, this is a good alternative. 
This yeah. is a good peek into who he really is or who he used to be and who he might be if he had the freedom again to do such. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll give this album a solid B minus. Right. Doesn't suck, just not my joint. Right. What do you give it? Uh, I give it, I'm going to give it a B plus. Okay. It's in the B plus to A minus range for me. Okay. Just because, um, if you look at the circumstances under which this album was created, uh, and what the people that he was working, the people that were managing him were trying to do with him, uh, I think he kind of came out on top as far as putting together a really well executed album with a lot of different like we've been saying there's a lot of different genres here and it can be a little bit schizophrenic sometimes but he does them all pretty well each song is at least at the very least really catchy um there are a couple that i skip i love those ones that that you were talking about the the beatles-esque joints i, know, I really that's like your, that's those your, ones. you like that that's your I kind do. of that's a vein of yours it is a vein it's one of my many and uh also when you look at the time that this album was created uh when you've got the Justin Timberlakes and the Britney Spearses and Christina Aguilera's and all that shit that was going on in the early aughts. They're all having other people write their songs. Robin Thicke included was writing songs for mm-hmm. these kind of people. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a guy like Robin Thicke coming out, writing, arranging, performing, recording, mm-hmm. like his, all his own shit. It's all him. It's at the very least respectable. You know what I mean? At the, at the very even if you don't like what he did, that's what I'm you saying. That's definitely why that. I gave it a B minus yeah. because I, I I appreciate the fact that he did him. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it him. was him doing it. And I it. think that I personally I feel like this is probably the most Robin Thicke that Robin Thicke has been in his. Sure. You know, in his album career. And it's a young Robin Thicke though. You yeah. can tell like he's still kind of finding himself. This is the but... thickest. Robin Thicke has been, <laughs> which is why he was only thick. Thick, yeah. <laughs> I think that at the time there may have been a little bit of uh, record label interference, especially at least with his image and what singles were going to come out and like that kind of stuff. But he was writing and arranging and performing his own stuff in a time when that was not happening. So, yeah, B plus for me. Only a couple songs that I skip. Love it way more than I probably should. And uh, yeah, that's why it's a guilty pleasure. That's why it's a guilty pleasure. So anyway, uh, Black Free 2016 release. I gave a C plus and you gave... I gave it a C plus also. Actually, yeah. C plus for both of us for that one. And uh, Robin Thicke or Thicke. Thick. For a beautiful world or uh, cherry, cherry blue, blue skies, skies. Uh, I gave a B plus, and I gave it a B minus. So these records, if you're into trap music, I highly recommend Black. He does it. He does that vein of music really well. For what that stuff is, he's killing it. As a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you know, if, if you're a Robin Thicke fan and you want to see, you know, where he came from before Robin or before, uh, if you really want to see, if you really want to see the evolution of Robin Thicke, before the evolution of of Robin Robin Thicke, Thicke, right. If you really, if you really want to see the evolution of Robin Thicke, that's Mm -hmm. the one go back, check out Thicke 
2003 release of Beautiful World. Yes, because it's got two extra songs on it versus right. Cherry Blue Skies. Which 2002. 2002. Right, 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 right. Yeah, Jesus. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, that's it for, for episode 13. Sybil, episode 13. Sybil, where can the people find us online? Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to communicate with us, check us out. Look up Highly Heard. We are on Instagram. We are on SoundCloud. We are on Stitcher. Um, are we also on, uh, on, on Apple? iTunes, yeah, yeah, on I, iTunes. I, Apple, to, Apple, Apple Tunes, Apple ha. Tunes, iTunes uh, podcast. We're on that too. Yeah. Um, are we on Spotify? I didn't know Spotify even did. I didn't either. I didn't we'll know they did. It they did podcast, but we it. might, we might try to get there we too. We might. Um, um, Sybil, where can they find you specifically? You and and your your many projects. Hey, so if you want to find out what I'm doing, hit me up at Sybil Sybil Chanel Chanel on Instagram, or you can find me at the Voice of Sybil Chanel on uh, Facebook. And just follow me or hit me up. Send me a message. Let me know you're trying to get down. Let me know what project you're into, and I will point you in that direction. Rowan, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find my music just by Googling MC No One, K-N-O-W-O-N-E, or uh, on iTunes uh, or any place. MP3s are sold internationally. You can just find me under No One, K-N-O-W-O-N-E. Or if you want to see my artwork, you can check me out on Instagram at Rowan Smith Projects or at Rowan Smith Designs. It's my website. Um, Sybil, I think this was a good episode. These were interesting. I agree. Also, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to talk to us, I forgot to mention, you can also find us on Twitter. Send us a tweet, a twit, whatever the fuck you call that. Uh, we are there. Heard highly. Heard highly on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Somebody took highly heard. You gotta flip nah, it. Damn it. From that. <laughs> but yeah, we are heard highly on Twitter. Twiddler. Twiddler. Dude, tongue tied is a real motherfucking thing. Twiddler, but anyway, that's the, uh, that's the pedophile's Twitter. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> and on today's episode of When Shit Gets Dark. Yeah, right. Um, when but yo, things if, go blue. Yeah, right. When things go dark as fuck. But uh, yeah, don't forget, hit us up there as well. I do agree with you, brother. This has been a good episode. Yeah. It's, it's been fun times. It's been interesting talking about records that we normally wouldn't give each other. And agreeing uh, that even though this shit is not what we normally get down with, it has some redeeming qualities. Yeah. And there, there's there's beauty in a little bit of everything. There oh, fuck is. It, there's beauty in everything. There this, is. This episode and other episodes like it will will be definitely us highlighting the fact that, yo, there is beauty in there all is. types of music. You just got to be open. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's been a few times when, when I have disagreed with you on the 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 goodness of certain kind of music mm-hmm. but i always find you and you do the same mm-hmm. for, for me we always tend to find like okay you know what i see why you like it if i put myself in your shoes or i can sometimes find things like with in the case of, of black's last record free uh i can actually find things that i can relate to so i was thinking about you, you and the allison kraus the the, the bluegrass yeah, album that's a tough one you were but talking I, about there were some beautiful moments there was in that and you had just moments yeah and man. you had to admit that that shit like that is what i'm talking about yeah, like yeah, you yeah. Know? so uh but yeah this was a good one yeah folks we appreciate you hanging out listening to episode 13 of highly heard uh the podcast where we dig for music so you don't have to peace, peace. Man, 
marriage a loss of the testicles? I think if you're smart. Mm, not every marriage, of course not. Yeah, but I'm like, because if you're smart, marriage is like playing you know, with the testicles versus losing them. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but marriage can be a loss, a fig- figurative loss of. Mm, fellas, of, I'm so one's sorry. Manhood. I'm so sorry, fellas, if that's what marriage is or has been or will be as for am you. I. Hold I'm out sorry for the real for thing, fellas. Yeah, fellas, it shouldn't be a losing of the testicles. It should be a tickling of them. Mm. And that's yeah. coming from a lady. And that's what I think. It's, I, I think that's what it is. Like, hold out for someone that tickles your testes. Right. 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 Doesn't torture them, but tickles them. But tickles them. them, right. Figuratively and literally. Mm. And then mm. you might be all right, buddies. But that's just my advice. <laughs> testes, testicular love. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> Testicular love. Disgust. This voice coming out of you. 